Ready for the word this morning? Excellent, cool. Heavenly Father, just thank you for your presence this morning. I thank you for the word that you put on my heart to share with uh, the folks today. I pray that it, uh, it changes things in their lives, helps them to see things they've not seen before, helps them to experience things they've never experienced before, helps them to walk through seasons they've never walked through before. And I thank you that Holy Spirit, that you just empower me to speak this word with passion, with the anointing of your Holy Spirit, to bring life change. And our Father, thank you for that in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen. So, welcome to church this morning. Really appreciate you being a part of uh, the service here today. And uh, just want to say it's, it's good to be fellowshipping with you and stuff like that. So, um, I'm just going to uh, launch straight into this message. It's uh, something that I felt like God put in my heart a couple of days, uh, sorry, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and it continues in this whole theme of uh, arise, which the theme has been for the year to arise, that we're activating our connections, that we're ramping up our worship, that we are investing our gifts, stretching our faith and engaging with our communities. And uh, if I could uh, encourage you to do anything, it would be simply to uh, check out our YouTube page and uh, see all the messages that have uh, been put up on there in relation to this series that we've been doing this year. Uh, it came out of Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, where it says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. If I could say one word that God wants to say to you this year, it's this, arise, arise, arise. It's time to arise. The title of my message today is to arise and keep going. Arise and keep going. Arise in perseverance to arise in, in uh, what God wants us to do, to, to go the distance, to, to refuse to give up or to quit, to arise and keep going. Why don't you say that to yourself this morning? I'm going to arise and keep going. I'm going to arise and keep going in 2021. I'm going to see 2022 in great uh, power. I'm going to see it different than I've seen this year or last year. The next year I'm walking into seeing some things. And like I said to you the, uh, last week, I think it was, God's already given me a word for next year. I've started to unpack that with uh, my leadership team and and started to, to look at some different things that uh, what uh, next year might look like for. I'm excited about 2022. I'm excited about 2021. I'm excited about what God's doing. I'm, 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 I'm arising. I don't know about you, but I'm arising. Uh, some of us might feel like a phoenix coming out of the ashes, you know. We're, we're, we're coming up, we're arising into all that God's got for us this morning. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 to 9 says this. And this is where I want to sort of like pack, unpack some stuff for us today. It says, We're hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Anyone felt like that this year? Or maybe last year? Like, you know, you're, you're hard-pressed on every side. You're perplexed, maybe. You know, you're, 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 you're persecuted for your faith. You know, people are saying to you, how can you believe in Jesus? How can you even go to church? Uh, what's church look like? I had some people at the park run yesterday, yesterday say to me, that, uh, a, uh, so what time's your service? I said, 10 o'clock every Sunday. And they, this person said to me, well, me and such and such, we might come along. I said, uh, it'll probably be too much for you. I don't think you better handle it. And she looked at me and she said, really? I said, absolutely. So I said, 10 o'clock every Sunday, but I think it'll be too much for you. 
I just wanted to create curiosity. I just wanted to put a bit of bait out there and see if she bit. You know, I, I'm excited about what God wants to do. I really am. So, so we are building our lives, okay, on the promises of God because God's Word is unbreakable, then our hope is unshakable. If you can't break the Word of God, then the hope that we have in God's Word can be unshakable because God's Word is absolutely dynamic. We don't stand on the problems of life or in the pain in life. We stand on the great and the precious promises of God. We're in a season that maybe none of us have been really familiar with. You know, I'm certain that this is a time of great uncertainty. That's what I'm really certain of. You know, there's a time where uh, we, uh, people have and continue to die daily because of this coronavirus that's going around the world. It's a time where businesses are struggling and the hospitality and the travel sectors, they've been decimated, brought to their knees because of what's going on. Church gatherings weren't allowed uh, for a period of time there. And today they look much different today because we're wearing masks, we're sanitising when we come in, we're QR coding uh, and everything else like that. So it looks differently. Going out wasn't based on leisure anymore, but it was based on survival. How you had to go to the, the supermarket, not to get tomatoes and potatoes, but to get toilet paper. Like, hello. I don't know of any other country that experienced that, but I don't know what it is about Australians that need toilet paper so much, but we did. So we had to go out to, not for, uh, for leisure, but we had to go out to survive. And apart from all of this, many people have, are affected, not just financially, but emotionally, relationally, and stress levels are continuing to spike today. It's incredible. People are wearing masks and sanitising you know, constantly. People are worried and mental health challenges are in every corner of our communities. And some may even think, about, you know, think twice about coming to church or not. Well, I don't know whether I want to come to church. There's, there's people there. Well, what did you expect? But I want to assure us of this one thing. That even all of these, those things, these things are happening and changing around about us, that the God we serve never changes. He is the same yesterday, He is the same today, and He's going to be the same tomorrow. He is still with us. He is still looking after us. He loves us and He never forsakes us. He, he said in, in the Great Commission in, in Matthew chapter 28, I think it was, that you know, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. I'm going to be with you even to the end of the age. And you know what? Age hasn't finished. So we're still in that time where God is with us. And we can take great hope and encouragement from the Apostle Paul today, who when he got saved, you know what? All of his problems disappeared. Everything happened for Paul. It was just an amazing time. He, he just loved it. It was like walking through on a cloud. It was just wonderful. He was in the seventh heaven and, and, and Paul just had no problems. He was never persecuted, never, you know, if you believe that, I've got a bridge in Sydney I can sell you. I've got to tell you, when Paul got saved, the start of his problems began. And many of us, maybe too, when we got saved, we expected life to get a little bit easier. Well, I want to tell you that when you get saved, it doesn't mean that all the problems in life suddenly disappear. But what it does mean is that in the problems of life, we have a great God who can be there with us in those moments. He's there as our strength. He's there as our healing. He's there as, a, as the person who walks with us through the problems of life. The challenges that we face today are nothing maybe compared to His. 
And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to say that the trials and challenges that we face are a piece of cake. But what I want to, to bring out today is that where, where Paul got his perseverance from, where he needed to arise and keep going himself. There was something about him that had the ability to keep going, to persevere. And Paul encouraged those that he was ministering to by saying this in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. He says, Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we don't lose heart. And I want to say to you saints this morning, don't lose heart. Don't give up. Don't lose heart this morning, but arise and keep going. Persevere in this moment. You know, I asked the guys because I had this main, like just mental blank this morning on the front row. It happens quite often, not just on the front row, trust me. But I just went out to the, the, the guys on the front line team. I said, what's another word for persevere? Because there's a word that I was just missing, you know, it's, and I've forgotten it already. What was it? Continue? No, it wasn't continue. It was uh, Resilience. Resilience. How do you build resilience into your life? It's by, if you get knocked down, then you just get back up. That's when you build resilience. It's, it's when you continue to press in regardless of the circumstances, when you continue to, to just push through. You know, it's, it's, it's that, that's where you develop resilience. It's where you develop this perseverance. You just get up again. And some of us have been knocked down time and time again. You've been fallen down. You failed maybe, but you continue to get up and you give it another go. That's what I'm talking about here, to arise and keep going this morning. Don't give up. In, in, in verse 16 of chapter 4 of 2 Corinthians, Paul again says, Therefore we do not lose hope. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Saints, don't Lose heart. Don't give up. Keep going. Arise and keep going. Paul went through so much that he kept going. He kept going. He kept going. And he can give us the encouragement that we need today if we start to look at a couple of aspects of his life where we can continue to keep going as well. So I want to say to you this morning that if you're thinking of giving up, then think about Paul. He had every reason to give up. He had every reason to turn his back on what was going on. He had every reason, but, but he didn't. So what can we learn from Paul this morning that can help us to keep going, to arise and keep going? There's so many here that maybe you've had incredibly difficult season and you're just trying to keep going. Well, here's my prayer today that you would see out of these three things that you could see why, where we get this source of, of perseverance that we need today. So number one, we arise and keep going in God's purposes. We arise and keep going in God's purposes. Sometimes we go through tough seasons in the will of God. Just because we've become a Christian doesn't exempt us from having to go through tough stuff. Have a listen to what Paul went through. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 to 28, it says this. Are they servants of Christ? I'm out of my mind to talk like this. Man, that gives me great encouragement right there. If he's saying this, surely we've got the right to say it as well. It says, I am more. I've worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, and been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. 
Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I've been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in, t- in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false believers. I've laboured and toiled and often gone without sleep. I've known hunger and thirst and have often gone without food. I've been cold and naked. Besides everything else, I face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches. What an incredible testimony. What an incredible thing to say that he's been through all of this, yet he continues to go on. He continues to persevere in what he's going through in his life. He says later on, we can get an idea of why he's gone on, why he continues to do this. Because we see he talks about his purpose in life is to live for Christ. He says in Philippians chapter 1, verse 21, for to me, to live is Christ. In other words, he's living for Christ, the purpose of his life. The things that he's going through, he can see that he's living for Christ in that moment. And we can take comfort from that today because we are living for Christ as well. You and I are living for Jesus. That's who we're living for. Let's think about Joseph in the Old Testament maybe. Uh, uh, Joseph, he, he gets betrayed by his brothers. He gets you know, sold into slavery. Then he gets sold to Potiphar. He goes into Potiphar's house and Potiphar's wife just you know, has the hots for him, chases him out and he, he runs from that place, gets imprisoned falsely because of you know, being accused of, of touching up the Potiphar's wife and he didn't do it, but he gets put in prison. He gets forgetting, forgotten when he's in prison by the, the, uh, the, the, the wine taster and the, the bread taster. I can't remember what they were, but you, know, you, know, you get who I mean. But then he gets released out of prison And then he gets taken into being the second in command over all of Egypt by Pharaoh. And then in in, uh, all of this, Joseph knew in his heart there was a reason, that God had a purpose for all that he'd been through. And then he can finally say this. In Genesis chapter 50, verse 20, he says, As for you, you meant evil against me. And he's talking to his brothers. He says, you meant this for evil, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. Because Joseph went through all that he went through to be in that place to rescue hundreds and thousands of people in that moment. He couldn't see it in the, in the time that he was going through it, but as the process of time, as he's come to the, the fulfilment of all that God's placed him to and where he positioned himself because of what God had done, he finally sees the purpose of God in it. And maybe, just maybe, That's what will happen for us when we come to the end of what we've been going through as well. We'll start to see, so that's what that was about. I'm glad I stayed the course. I'm glad I didn't give up. I'm glad I didn't give in. I'm glad that I kept going. I'm glad that I arose in that moment and kept and pressed in to all that God had for me. How about Jesus? Jesus went through pain and the cross and death for a reason. There was a purpose and it was God's purposes that were outworked in it. Hebrews 12.2 says, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before Him endured the cross, scorning its shame, sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. See, Jesus endured the cross 
for the purposes of God. There was a purpose for him doing that. Jesus knew God's purposes and it enabled him to endure the cross and to keep going. And I want to say to us this morning that maybe, just maybe, that what we're going through, there's a purpose behind it. Because just maybe... There's people in our community. This might be your neighbour. It might be the person that you go to the shop and are building that relationship with. It might be the, the school teachers, that you're, you're young people, that you're, you're going to their classes every day. And because you're a Christian, because you believe of what Jesus is doing in your life, they're seeing something about your life that's different. They're seeing that even though they're, they're, you're going through a hard time, that they, they see that God's real because of the way that you're walking it out. Maybe that's the purpose of God, to, so that the community can see that Jesus is real because you're walking through something with great poise, with, with a belief and a faith and a hope that won't die. It won't be snuffed out. It's, it's a, something's come alive on the inside of you and you're a different person. And they might say to you, why is it that you act this way? Why is it that you can say that? Why is it that you can live like this? It's because... You've chosen to arise and keep going and believing for God because of God's purposes in the trials that you're going through. Does anyone say amen this morning? People are wanting to know if God is real and they will know by watching our lives to see if we stay the course, if we arise and keep going. There is a purpose in our tough seasons and just perhaps it's to help others see God is in us and through us as we navigate our way through the dark night of the soul. So what is the message of your life as you're going through this tough season? What will people say about your life? Will God be real to them because of the way that you're living? Second point, we arise and keep going through God's presence. We arise and keep going through God's presence. 2 Corinthians 4 verses 5 to 7 says, For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, Let light shine out of the darkness. Now this is really interesting. Uh, like uh, That Naomi and then Christiane both felt like there's this, this floodlight of God's light, and they had no idea that I'm talking about this. I'll give you my word. I've not given them my notes and say, hey, how about we conspire together to just... None of that happened. Okay, I can tell you right now, but God by His Spirit is saying some things to some people today. He says that the light would shine out of the darkness, made, made His light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. But we now have this treasure in jars of clay to show that his, this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. I want to say that we are those jars of clay that Paul is talking about. And the light of Christ that is the light of men, okay, shines out from our hearts. It shines out from our lives. It's Jesus who's the treasure that's within us. Jesus is that treasure. The Holy Spirit is the deposit of something immensely valuable in our lives. Have a think about what, what Paul says. He says in uh, verses 8 and 9 of, of chapter 4 in 2 Corinthians, he says, We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. He uses the we. It's not just about him. He recognises that other people are experiencing the same thing as well. 
We are hard pressed. We are perplexed. They didn't know which way to turn or what what to do. That confusion reigned. And even Paul was sometimes perplexed, but he didn't lose hope. The word persecuted means hunted. Paul was hunted because of his faith in Jesus. And I want to say to you this morning, in this world, we will have trouble. But blessed are those who are persecuted for their faith, because theirs is the kingdom of God and great is their reward. If you're copping it in the neck because of your faith in Jesus Christ today, then you've got to be aware there's a great reward coming your way. There's a great reward coming your way. There's something God's going to do in your, mo- in your life. In Acts chapter 23, verse 12, we read that uh, 40 men conspired to not eat or drink until they'd murdered Paul. They were hunting him. They were hunting him. They were persecuting him. Paul knew what it was like to be a hunted man. Paul was struck down, and it's a metaphor for being in a, knocked out in, in a fight. You know, knocked down in a fight. And I'm believing for a breakthrough, not a breakdown in life. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 says, Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day. Stuff might be happening on the outside, but plug into the Spirit of God. Plug into who Jesus is in you. Plug into the Word of God that comes alive inside of you because it can renew you day by day. Strengthen yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in God. Get into the God, God's Word. Let it breathe on the inside. Let it feed you. Spirit-led, spirit-fed. How about Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego? They're in the fire. There was someone else in the fire with them. And there's someone else in the fire of your life right now. Whatever it is that's happening in in your life, there's someone else and his name is Jesus. Arise and keep going. Paul says that the outward body is just an earthen vessel. It's jars of clay. Outwardly we're wasting away, but inwardly we're being renewed day by day. And many times we look for a solution uh, like uh, on the outside when we should look to who's in us. It's not about what everything's going on. Who's in us? 1 John 4, 4 says, Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you, 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 church, he who is in you is greater than he that's in the world. Greater is He that's in you. Outward strength is not enough without an inner determination. We can't run a marathon without a strong determination and a purpose. Colossians chapter 1, verse 28 to 29 says, So we tell others about Christ, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all the wisdom that God has given us. And we want to present them to God, perfect in their relationship to Christ. That's why I work and struggle so hard, Paul says, depending on, depending on Christ's mighty power that works within me. There's something happening inside of Paul and there's something that's happening inside of us. There is a power at work within us that's greater than the power of the spirit of the air and the spirit of the age that's going on right now. We have the person and the presence of the Spirit of God within us, the Word of God coming in. Well, maybe you don't have the Word of God coming in. Get the Word of God inside. 
Get feed on the Word of God daily. You know, I used to shy away a little bit saying, you know, it's, it's, I know it's really hard to, to sort of like get into the Word of God, have a daily devotional time every day. I'm going to tell you, it, for me now, it's a non-negotiable. And I'm going to put it out there too. It should not be negotiable that you could be talked out of having a daily time in the Word of God every single day. There's a power at work within us and it helps us to arise and keep going. It's the dynamite working power of the Holy Spirit. Colossians chapter 1, verses 25 to 27 says, I have become its servant by the commission of God that gave me to present to you the Word of God in its fullness, the mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed to the saints. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. There's Christ is in you. Did you that might be a mystery to you. Jesus is in you. Christ is in us, the hope of glory. Let's open up our life and our heart to Him right now. Maybe just hold out your hands. Just, just in this moment. Holy Spirit, would you make yourself known to me? Would you help me to realize and to recognize once more, to, to maybe even for the first time, that you live in me? that I have invited you into my heart, into my life. And I, I, I just ask you to, to make yourself known to me right now in this moment, in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me to never forget that you live in me. I am a temple of the Holy Spirit and you live in me. Out of me shall flow rivers of living water. Father, I thank you for your presence in every one of us. In Jesus' mighty name. The third area, and my last point, we arise and keep going for God's praise, to be able to praise Him. We continue to, continue to, to just arise and keep going so that we can praise God. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6 says, For God, who said, Let light shine out of the darkness, made His light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. We need to understand that we do face dark times. It says that God commanded the light to shine out of darkness. See, the darker the night, the brighter the light. Who has ever been watching a movie and it's in these, one of these dark scenes and you know, it's, really, it's really tense and it's, it's you know, really gripping and you're right in that moment and then all of a sudden they change, they switch the scene to a daylight thing and you get, you know, like it's just blinded, like, and it's, whoa, that's like, that's manic, it's just crazy, you know. Who's ever experienced? Well, just imagine uh, how the, the light of Christ shines out from our lives. How, how wonderful that, that we can shine the light of Jesus out of us. Just it's, it, 2 Corinthians 4 verse 15, all this is for, for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. In other words, what's happening in us the purpose we're living for and the person who's filling us to do whatever we need to do, it's for the people's benefit. It's your benefit. It's for the benefit of our community around about us to give glory to God, to praise God in that moment. Paul spoke out and endured pain so that people would see God's glory through his life. And in this season, 
It may be tough for many. My encouragement to you this is this, to arise and keep going. Galatians 6.9 says, So let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will harvest a crop, a good crop, if we don't give up or quit. Church, arise and keep going. Remember Paul's word in, in verses 17 to 18 of Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2 Corinthians 4, says, For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles that we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone. But the things that we cannot see will last forever. There's no doubting this morning that the last couple of years have been very difficult for, for many people. Isolation, loneliness, uncertainty, loss of jobs, a lack of security, fear and the daily challenge of trying to make ends meet. Arise and keep going. In God's purpose, arise and keep going through God's presence and arise and keep going for God's praise. There will be an end to our present season of trouble. This, you need to remind yourself, this is just a season. This is just a season. This is not forever. This is just a season. There is a great reward that outweighs all of our troubles. Let's fix our eyes on the unseen kingdom of God this morning. That is eternal. Amen. Let's stand. This morning, I just want to pray for a few things. I want to pray for people that are in a really tough season. And like you're this close from just chucking it, you're this close from quitting and just giving up, just turning your back on God. You just haven't felt his presence maybe or just been really, really difficult. And I don't want to embarrass people, so I'm just going to ask us to have an attitude of prayer, just bow our heads and close our eyes so no one's looking around. But just want to make this time available to everybody that, you know, it's been really, really tough. You've experienced some things that you never thought you'd ever experience, but you have and you're just close to giving up, I want to pray for you this morning. And wherever you are, if you just, just indicate to me that this, you, you want some prayer today, just put your hand up, please. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Any others this morning? Thank you. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, for these folk who have responded by saying, here, this has been one of the most difficult seasons I can ever remember walking through. I don't think I'd ever have to go through what I've just gone through and still am in maybe. And I pray that by the power of your Holy Spirit, 
that you bring strength and you bring hope and you bring breakthrough and you bring the ability to arise and persevere, to arise and keep going, to arise in your grace, to arise in your forgiveness, to arise in your healing, to arise in your provision, to arise in the anointing of your Holy Spirit, to arise in a hunger for your word, to arise in a hunger for your presence, to arise, to arise, to arise, to arise. I declare and prophesy over you now a breaking of this season in the name of Jesus. I declare to you, over you, through you and around you an end to this season that the purposes of God will be fulfilled, that the presence of God will be made manifest in your life and it will be for the praise of God that you will see this thing broken in the name of Jesus this morning. I want to pray for people as well. I don't know everybody here. I don't know like your walk of faith. I'm not sure of that. So I just want to give people an opportunity to receive Christ this morning. One of the greatest things you could ever do is to give your life to Jesus. To start the whole journey of Him living in you. And that starts by simply having faith to believe that Jesus walked the earth and He was crucified, He was buried. And on the third day, He rose again. That the very reason he died, was crucified on a cross, was to receive the punishment that was due for us for our sin. And by simply saying, Lord, I ask you to forgive me of my sin. Would you come into my life? Be my Lord, be my Savior. I want to dedicate my life to you from this moment forward. You can receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. A simple belief in your heart and a confession of your mouth, that's all it is. Is there anybody here this morning? You just want to open up your life and your heart to Christ. You've never done it before, but this morning you want to do it. Is there anybody here today? Just put your hand up so that I can pray for you. Maybe you're watching online. would encourage you that as you watch it, that you just type a comment in the area below and we'll certainly get in touch with you if you leave a means of us being able to contact you. Father, we just thank you for this morning. Thank you for the incredible time that we've been enjoyed in your presence, for the encouragement that we've received from you. And as we go about our week this week, we declare that we will arise and we will keep going. We thank you that you've called us to arise and to keep going. We thank you that we do that in the power and the anointing of your Spirit. In Jesus' name today. And everyone said, Amen. Well, I hope you have a great week. Don't forget Friday night service, 7.30 here at the church. Got a great word. Uh, I believe it's going to really encourage you. You'll uh, never believe it, but it's got a rise in it. So... um, Don't forget the uh, Operation Christmas Child. We've got some boxes uh, that uh, will be at the Info Hub just on the way out. And as uh, as you head out the door, you've been lit up to light up. You've been transformed to bring transformation. Have an incredible week. God bless you. We'll see you soon.